ain't nothing but a cheater. Liar. Dog. Answer your phone. Listen, answer your phone. I'm over here drinking bleach. Pick up your phone. I'm halfway through the bottle. My organs shutting down. Babe, what is you doing? You are now listening to the Relations and Revelations podcast with Al, Red, and Gina. And hello, you're listening to a very special episode of Relations and Revelations. I'm your host, Red. And I'm Al, and Gina looks unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's our what's our topic for today? Uh, so our topic is going today is kind of centered around like mixed match couples. Um, and here's the reason being. So like, have you ever came across a couple that you've seen through your friends, family, whatever, and you're like, how'd they get together? Like this shit seems most odd. couples actually. <laughs> You feel like most couples? Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't have thought that. I think 80% of couples are mismatched. But what I was saying was, is that uh, when I first meet somebody, I can tell if they're going to last or not. Or if I think that they're strange. <laughs> but mi- mixed, matched, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's pretty obvious. If, if there are, but there's not a lot for me. Like, mm-hmm. you think you can tell other people are mixed match. But I guess the question is, how do you think other people find themselves in situations where people on the outside looking in or know these people and be like, how in the hell did they end up together? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they, they can for the most part, but they choose to ignore it. That being said, so the reason this brought up is I was hearing a story about a couple, they're divorced now, um, but we're talking about two professionals, like post-secondary degree, like doctorate degrees, both of them who found themselves married and divorced and clearly to all their friends, um, they were never like a matched couple from the beginning. And so it just had me be like, how does that happen? Like, especially people who are professionals, like highly educated individuals still find themselves in situations where you're taking a step back and being like, um, what happened here? How did they not know the signs? It's, it's hard for, for, uh, for people to find people when they do, they just hold on to whatever they you yeah, think that's right. it is? Like Absolutely. It's out of desperation. I think they find someone, there's like slight attraction there, and they're semi-compatible, but after a while, you get used to each other, you get comfortable, and you just deal with it. And I'm like, how do you, like, how are you desperate is my question. Like, why, why are you that thirsty is my question. Well. I think my idea of desperation is not like sexual in nature. I think it's more just. You know, desperate to talk to somebody, which is, you know, right. But I'm like, why would a world full of people, why in the world would you be that desperate? I don't know. Maybe Maybe. like, you know, I saw someone the other day, they said like, when you're in your thirties, going to the grocery store and you like right now and you see hardly anything on the shelf and what's on the shelf is the stuff that people don't want. That's kind (laughs) of what dating in your thirties is like. Empathetic. What in the world? Here's the thing. I go, if anything, you should feel like there's a whole new set of people because if 50% of marriage is in a divorce, then there's definitely a lot of people out here that are out here looking for somebody. Yeah, yeah but, but maybe it's just me, but I think most of those people are divorced for a darn good reason. They should not be around people. Yeah, I don't think so. I just think that they found the wrong person. No, and right. that's just and it. like a lot of times I think they are the wrong person. <laughs> but what happens when they divorce included? the good person? Yeah, yourself included. So what happens when the bad about? people divorce the good people? So the issue is is that all everybody's bad then. Yes. That's that's kind of like what the, the big hoop earring girl was talking about. Everybody's fucked up. Like that's not, that's, that's not the truth though. 
<laughs> uh, here's the thing. You can believe that everybody's fucked up. You just have to find out the fucked up person that matches your fucked up. Exactly. But generally, the so, people who are have issues finding people are the fucked up people. That brings me into what we're going to talk about, right? How to find oh. out if you're, you're miss you're in the wrong relationship, you're mismatched. Well, right. number one, you never feel comfortable together. So I think that's where you have to be honest with yourself about how to be able to tell, like if you're dating somebody um, and you're getting to know them, like if you got to feel like, oh, I can't say this around them or you have to, it says here, rewrite all your text messages because what you're trying to say, really, you feel like, oh, I can't say that that way to this person, etc. That's a sign you can't be yourself around and you're not comfortable around that person. Again, I guess what, what point in time, because everybody wants to put on their best impression of themselves in the beginning, do you feel like, okay, this person has let their guard down? I think that can be an issue. Too. I think once people get to the point where they let their guard down and the other person may see like, oh, oh no, then you get this whole, well, I've invested so much time, we've been together for blah, blah, blah. And then you start remembering that first, that honeymoon phase where, again, they were impressing you, you were impressing them. And you're like, well, if I'd only get back to uh, this point in time where everything felt so great again then we would be perfect. So maybe we should all just stop lying to ourselves and be who we want to be, who we are, and then we wouldn't have to like fake it to make it. And then we would learn early on, hey, I don't like this person. Right. I don't want to to spend five minutes with it. Part of that that is people not not um not being real with themselves or even knowing what they want in the beginning there you go i think that's a big big issue is that people aren't real with themselves first like i know somebody who like when i first met them they had difficulty expressing the fact that they like to watch porn and (laughs) it was like yo if that's something you like and you enjoy doing like you should feel comfortable in yourself like yeah this is what i like to do but there was so much stigma they felt in their past relationships then they had a hard time opening up about that in the future ones and i was like that's where this is a problem with you not being comfortable with who you are i'm figuring out how is that even coming up in the conversation though you should ask those questions. <laughs> Why? Why? I told like you for I what? That doesn't. What do you mean for what? Somebody yeah, like why? Like you like why somebody mm-hmm. watching porn is like what? Or do you watch porn? Like, like what? The whole I fact that you have to ask. I'm not dating anyone. It's I should not be able to ask. Want to watch? <laughs> I should be able to ask anything in a like, person. What do you do with yourself? Why are you alone? Yeah. Yeah. If somebody asked me that question, yeah. I would think that they're strange. I don't think that's the case at all. I've asked plenty of people. What are you doing when you're alone? Yeah, like, no, why? <laughs> like, what? Alone? I just straight out ask, do you like to watch porn? And then I want to know what kind of porn they're watching. Because if they're watching, you know, that shit where people are getting shit on and stuff like that, then I'm going to run. I'm going to run. <laughs> because of what he watches when he's by himself. Yeah. I don't mean yeah. that he's going to include you in it. I don't right. care. I'm. I'm. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Just because he watches something by yes. himself. Yes. No. Wow. No. Listen. Listen out there, viewers. Please, if yeah. somebody is doing something in the privacy with themselves of their own home, I don't care. This is advertise. my hey, hey. This is me being who I am. And That's I'm true. Not cool. It's true. I, but I can find plenty of girls in one cup, more than but one. But now, <laughs> now you out. understand why guys don't don't, don't tell you everything. Hey, no, that's their fault. Find you a chick that's okay with that. It's okay with just having a conversation about what I do by myself. No, yes, it is. <laughs> you should be able to tell me that you like that shit, and if I decide I, I like that, you should find somebody. Right. Yes. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't problem? leave somebody because they like to do stuff. How you gonna tell me what I'm gonna leave somebody for? Like, bro, if I like to light matches in the bathroom, like, no. See, know. that's the problem. That's the problem. You shouldn't be telling somebody to compromise themselves about 
for to be with somebody. You should no, say not. you couldn't lose somebody for that. But it's but oh, it's irrelevant though. Because if I will if I no, will watch it irrelevant. and you weren't around, you would How you gonna know. tell me what's irrelevant to me? No, but what I'm saying is, is that if I did and you weren't around, you wouldn't know. I'm not gonna ask you. And if you wanna lie to me about some shit like that, then we clearly have issues. You don't have it because you don't know if you have an issue because he won't tell I'm you. Find, I'm, I'm gonna find out. Watch that. Like you gonna go through his cookies and his, his web history? Like I've seen the bitches in the cup. Yep. Number two. What were two. you doing? Number two. Again, this is where we gonna agree to disagree. I feel like it's my right to be able to say All right, I don't want people somebody what they do by who likes yes shit what the hell you could be in the next room watching that shit coffee and shit I don't like that you could you could decide that you don't like me cooking coffee and I'll be like okay well I do we ain't compatible <laughs> there's too many we just talked about the billions of people in the world and how finding somebody is why. Red, you said desperation. All these people yeah. are here. What I also think problem? that's a little petty, though. We've had this petty. discussion before. You all get so upset about somebody saying they don't like something. I don't get it. That's but my They break up with, with somebody over what they do by themselves, I but think, is a lot. But yes. Why does that matter? Someone could go gamble by themselves. Yeah, as long as I it's not like destructive. It. Yeah. Yeah, but how, how, is, how is watching somebody on a video... How is on. you going to tell <laughs> it destructive? me? No, that's bullshit. You can't tell me that I can't have my own values and morals about what I feel is acceptable or not and be okay with finding No, I'm not saying that you can't have it. I'm not saying that at all. You should but enjoy your right. alignment, being in agreement of saying if that's a, if that is like a absolutely no for me, I should be able to make that decision. That's right. What if you fell in love with this guy and you've been seeing them for a while. Your belt gets married. That's for me to decide. You can't tell me, but here's the thing. If that's a hard no for me, and I already just have a hard no, I'm not saying I do. I'm just giving you a hypothetical. Who are you not being in my relationship? I'm telling you. You need to tell me what I have to compromise. I'm telling you that I am, I am reformed, Petty. Okay. This shit came <laughs> over. She put it on my bed when she was asleep. I thought that was too much. People do poop. They do. But at the same time, I didn't have that level of understanding or liking to her. And I'm like, wow, that's just crazy for you to just poop in my presence. That, we'll see, but, that's a little different. Just but saying. nowadays, nowadays, if a chick happens to poop, I'm like, oh, well, she's getting up there. She's older. She, maybe she, <laughs> go she gets a pass. That's growth and maturity. <laughs> Proud of you. That's right. So if somebody was watching BDSM, I'll be like, oh shit, maybe they just wanted to see what it was looking like. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna act like I didn't see it. All right, let me close the door. Need some number two. <laughs> number two. Let's lead into number two. You don't have that much in common. Yeah, that's that will that's a huge deal breaker. That's a huge yeah, I found that out with this last girl I'm date was dating. I'm just like I have nothing to say to this girl. She's sweet. She's nice. I don't know what to talk to her about. <laughs> so Should have talked to her about the podcast. I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what she did probably she saw it. That's why she's not talking to me anymore. <laughs> oh, so you think she goes to you first, huh? Then you fell out uninterested. <laughs> but that was very mature of you to be like, you know what? You could have been a person that's like, oh, this person is very sweet and they're nice. I might not like have anything to talk to them about or when we're around each other, it seems awkward, but she's sweet, nice and continued to date this person. I think that there are situations where people feel like, but they're such a good person. They're such a good right. person. Yeah, and you're like, they're, hard to find. Yes, they are. they're so hard to find. Dead ass, <laughs> that's not, that's not even a joke. Like good people are hard. I am joking about that. I think there are a lot of good people out here. Okay. I tend to be more optimistic. Mm. Okay. But mm. trying to the point being this is trying to build a life together with someone who doesn't understand your jokes, your values, mm. why you're obsessed with your job, or why you love your collection of vintage Pokemon figurines can be really difficult. 
Yeah, I can see that. I can see that very hard. She would. That's definitely. He or she would disrespect. Yeah, they would disrespect your. Yep. Not with that. Like what? What did you say, Red? Vintage Pokemon. Yeah, I will not. No, there's just some things that just creep me out, like vintage toys. Like, like if I knew a girl that had vintage Legos or something like that, no, just I don't know why that just weirds me out. According to Adam, that would be like that's crazy. Well, I'd be like, well, it all depends on if it was if it was clutter or not. Is what I'm saying. Like if it's clutter, yeah, I mean, if it just had like a few pieces, but like, you know, if you went in and it's like taking over their whole house, like I, I just can't deal with that. Yeah, you can't be a hoarder and, and a vintage collector at the same time. What if, what if they have like it all nicely set up in a room? In I'm house? with that. I'm matter. with that. I mean, if it's yeah. just one or two pieces, hey, okay. But I, I've known people that have it and taken over their house. And yeah, a room, a whole no. room. I'm even cool with a whole room. You got just a room for it. All right. It ain't nowhere else. I knew someone who, like, was moving, and he had this huge house full of all this crap. He took everyone apart, brought it over to the new place, and put them all back together. Now, these are huge pieces, like big pirate ships and the Millennium Falcon. I'm just like, that is not, that's just not right. I'm sorry. I don't got that kind of time to spare. No. For him to collect that type of shit and put it together? Well, he put it together, then took it apart and put it back together again at a so new you, place. You one of those people that watch a movie once and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen it. I oh, might oh, be oh. one of those people, with the exception <laughs> of some movies that I really liked, like a movie I liked, like like I'll watch it multiple times, but I'm normally not watching. No, that's like Gone with the wind. The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption and Coming to America are two movies that I will watch. If it's on TV, I have to watch them. It's just, it's a given. But other than that, it's just like, yeah, I don't care. Mm. I like those movies. Um, so, number three. This is an interesting one. I don't think people probably um, can understand this one probably as much but your partner relies on you for their happiness and blames you for their sadness yeah i can see that what i'm like what <laughs> you blame me for what your happiness <laughs> like it's called self-esteem you know it's not two people's thing oh yeah i'm tripping known people their entire self-worth is based on their relationship i mean it's just if someone upsets them like he didn't put the toilet seat down she's had it she's gonna be off that whole day i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> you were whacked this is why i don't date this is ridiculous I yeah i once got in an argument with somebody about that because i walked <laughs> in the bathroom and the, and the seat was down I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here my seat's supposed to be up. Really? I like the toilet seat down. Well, see, okay, men put the toilet seat down. <laughs> women should put the toilet seat up. If you, really? my, if you at my apartment and the seat is up, I'm going to have a problem. I mean, the seat is down, I'm going to have a problem. With it. If it's my house and you you looking at me like, why is the seat down? Why is the seat up? I'm like, lady, this is my house. Okay. This is well, my bathroom. Well, I can your house, but I'm just saying, like, to me, from a just sanitary thing, like, I prefer that people close the toilet the seat when they, yeah, when they flush it. Even with pee? Are you, what? Yeah, because I feel like that thing is like, I'm like. <laughs> oh, so you one of them types that flush the toilet and run out the room with your eyes closed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you pee in my eyes. You pee in my eyes. It's like, ah. <laughs> so you put it you down. But you don't flush, flush it. sitting down? When you're sitting on the pot, you don't flush the toilet while you're sitting on it? No. Why no. not? It sprays up on your ass. First of all, you that means that you're not flushing properly. Okay. When no, you take a number two, you have to mid-flush. You've never? Okay, well, that's different. A mid-flush, but... 
admits like getting off the toilet or whatever, especially if you shit, it's like put the That's toilet. That's the only time I'm on the toilet. Is yeah. <laughs> if I'm number oh two, I don't sit well, down and pee. Excuse me. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> are talking to a female. We have to sit down all the time. Thank you very much. Here's a question I have for you guys. Like, this is something that's disturbed me for quite a long time. Like, would you brush your teeth before, or would you even consider brushing your teeth after you've done that in the bathroom? Done what? Yeah, I'm confused. Brush your teeth? Yeah, like, okay, so here's the story. There's this guy <laughs> at my job. <laughs> yeah, I need a story behind it. He, it disturbs the hell out of me because every time I go in there, like he's like brushing his teeth and he'll sit there and brush his teeth for like 10 minutes while all these other guys are in there, like blowing it up. And I'm just like, to me, like I try not to even breathe and he's in there like, Hey guys. I'm like, it, it, to me, that's just disgusting. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that's disturbed by that. But. While somebody else is taking the shit, I'm not brushing my oh, teeth. That's crazy. Exactly. I wouldn't be in there. Let alone like four guys in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Now, if you ask me, have I brushed my teeth afterwards or before? Like, I don't think sometimes you can help it. And I'm washing my hands. So, yeah. Right. I mean, but what I'm saying is like, you wouldn't willingly stay in there and just like sniff around. No. Hell. That, dude, that dude's yeah. going to be single. Whoever that yeah, I, I think he might be. I don't know. Like he creeps me out. I just, I don't know. I just, it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's. that's but, uh, but I'm not the type of dude that brushes my teeth at work either. So you know, I've seen right. Yeah, people go in at, at the job, like at the regular, like call center or something, be brushing their teeth and you know flossing in the bathroom. I mean, that's very admirable from a you know conscious of your oral hygiene (laughs) what cracks me up what cracks me up is when people will will go into the dentist and they're brushing their teeth for their dentist i'm like because your dentist can't tell that all of a sudden that teeth brushing right before you went into the dentist is somehow going to make your gingivitis better or i don't get it like it it might temporarily temporarily swell them up so they don't bleed later um I, I just don't, I don't get that. I don't understand. Like you're going to the dentist to get your teeth clean. Like the behaviors that you've done for the three to six months before you had your checkup are really is going to be, you know, the outcome of whether or not you're doing a good job brushing or whatever that five minute job before you walked in ain't, ain't fooling nobody. That's why I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I brush my teeth just so like I get all the gunk out of my teeth and my breath is fresh because Lord knows what I ate before the dentist appointment, you know, but like I have good teeth. So I've only had two cavities in my life. My wisdom teeth are still in there. So I'm, I mean, so I'm not too worried about that, but Mm, but yeah, yeah, there are some people who probably don't brush their teeth. Like a former brother-in-law of mine never brushed his teeth. And like one time (laughs) he went to the dentist (laughs) Like he's just like, you know, the dentist is just like, okay, well, just brush the ones you want to keep. <laughs> just, really? No way. Oh, Wowzers. That is crazy. First of all, I don't think I could date somebody whose family members don't brush their teeth. <laughs> like, to me, that's an extension, but then I would be talking. Because I look at, look, you could tell somebody don't brush their teeth. I had an inter- interaction with somebody a few weeks ago. And I went, I went to sell them a device or whatever. And I looked at their face and then I looked at their mouth like, you know what? You ain't brushed your teeth in a while. Like you have that pounds. That's really trivial. I will say my sisters have, my sister's ex-husband has um, had kids that never looked like they brushed their teeth. Like I was, that was, yeah, that was something special. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a lot of uh, disgusting cavity. I couldn't imagine. I mean, like, it's bad enough kissing someone who smokes. Could you imagine someone who didn't brush their teeth? Or no, I would, I would never, never get that far. Never get that far. Never ever. Because I look at the gum line between where the teeth and the gums are. Yeah. There's a lot of plaque in there. I'm like, yo, 
What's going Look on? A gift whore in the mouth. I don't know. I want to make yeah. sure to close this one out properly, though. So I think people need to understand this whole point about blaming it on you, like for their unhappiness, is where people really say they'll blame their partner for their bad, for their bad mood, and be like, "Well, if you had did this well, or da 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 da." Like, yeah, that's you shouldn't be with somebody who is putting this all on you. Cause it's up for you to accept that shit too. Like I don't get the whole, well, if you hadn't done this proof and point, what we're going to talk about is in this relationship that I started off with the big key thing that was an issue was this man was a cheater mm. and had been cheating from day one, had multiple women um, from day one, like all throughout the dating, the engagement, the marriage. And the woman knew about the cheating before they got married. That was not a surprise. Like he had cheated on her multiple times and she still proceeded to get married. And so they eventually get a divorce, no surprise. But this woman is still harping on the fact that this man was a cheater. And it's like, you knew this yeah. before you got married to the man. So where is there not some of this like culpability in terms of like, you knew this. I'm just really confused about the thought of um, not feeling like there, you have some type of blame in the fact that you accepted it. You yeah. accepted it. She never accepted it, but she just went along with it. It's two totally different things. Once you're accepting of something, you don't keep bringing, bringing up the past. She never accepted it. She just wanted it to go away, which is unrealistic. Well, that again, that's where I'm like, but you are accepting it. You accepted that it happened. Because if you didn't accept that it happened, you would have walked away. Nah, because there's been plenty of times where uh, a guy knew that, that, um, that a woman had talked to somebody else, but he never really let it go. Anytime that there was a chance that he could bring up something in regard to that. It's still like the wound was fresh. Exactly. And I, I, proof in point, my own marriage, my husband had an issue with the gentleman I had before him. And it was a constant issue. A con and then the concern where I'm like, you knew this before we got married. Like I had a son by this man and that's Never not okay. my problem. Cause that's once you, once you, somebody else's, that's it. Like you, if you mind, you mind. And if you talk right. about you having a relationship with somebody else, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you said whose but name am I? Like dumbfounded. Huh? Somebody like that to me is a sign that somebody has an issue with yourself. Like if you knew this and you want to keep bringing this shit up, like you got a problem, not but me. You, I agree. Problem. He definitely had a problem. But did he ever feel like it was closed? Is the question. How's it going to close? You can't, there ain't no going back in time. Like you either accept it and move on or you get the fuck out of my life. Ooh. That's true. That's true. That's, that is a uh, proper assessment. I, I would believe. Right. The shit also those people that thrive on drama. So, you know, they want. Nah, I, I think he's legit hurt, but they don't know how to deal with it. Man, again, if you know this before, like, I'm like, those are the things that you have to be like, comfortable with yourself to say do i have a problem with this if yeah. i do do i need to proceed yeah i think that a lot of guys actually have issues with it but uh they don't know how to deal with it probably. what is that about what is it about why y'all have problems with this shit because it's just other dudes and then and then if they say something that remotely sounds like that they're thinking about you in a in a way that's uh that's uh unflattering to that people realize they make mistakes or they get out here and realize sometimes that, you know, they did have a good thing or whatever. I mean, whose fault is that? Shit. Doesn't mean that we as women want to get back with the old dude. Nah, but don't be acting like you're having no good time though. That's some bullshit. Don't be acting like I'm having a good time. <laughs> Be like, yeah, we like, uh, oh, you remember when we went to the, I'm like, if you don't shut your ass up, <laughs> go sit down. You ain't 
they ain't re recant no old times and shit on my watch. See, here's the thing. I can do that with people in my past, in all honesty. And, and not even think about it, huh? And, and not, no. Because... He's sitting going, right there next to you on the couch. Yep, you want you going for a reason. Shit, and they'll be like... And I do agree with you that dudes then feel like, oh, oh, girl, and they'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, you remember when I bought you that, uh, that for Christmas? You remember that? Remember when I... Yeah, oh, that yeah, joy on your face. And your new well, dude be looking at him like, like, well, you 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 like me for some reason. I've heard that shit. Of course, and that's wild, disrespectful to a new dude, don't you think? What's disrespectful to me? I'm like, and you know what my response back was? And what is your point? It was you good. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> What I'm trying to learn you is to not talk to the old dude in front of the new dude. Right. You're just like, uh, sometimes they just can't go away, okay? And then you're like, that was like, are we really talking about five, ten years ago, 15, 20 years? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like. And don't fuck around and wear some shit that he bought you while, while you're around him. <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember when I bought you that shirt. The new dude be looking at you like, we're going to burn that motherfucker. I'd be like, well, you better buy me another one. How about that? <laughs> um, okay, so next one. You can't agree on how much time to spend together. Hmm. That's interesting. You think? Yeah. I said, you think? Yeah. Because, I don't know, like, I've never really decided amount of time to spend with someone. It's just like, okay, we're not working. Let's spend time together. I never kind of set a time frame or an amount of time. Well, I'm just saying, like, not time as in hours, right? But it could be, like, this person is wanting to go do something together and the other person is off wanting to go hang with their friends or wanting to be alone Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I don't think it's necessarily time and like, Hey, we should spend five hours together. I think it's more of like, you just feeling like if they are calling you, they're texting you and you feel like it's a bother or they're asking to do shit. And you're like, I interested in that. That would be a sign of being like mismatched. Yeah, I could see that. Because that was kind of the way it was with my last girl that I was dating. Like, she would want to go out and do something. And especially in the wintertime, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and of course, I mean, I think that told me something because, you know, I really just did not enjoy spending all that much time with her. So it was. If, if I'm with my wife, man, or before then, if she wanted to do something and I could sneak a chance to do something, I would make time to do it. So I think that would be a huge difference is that, um, if when I'm, when I'm dating somebody and I'm interested in them, I make time for them. So it's not, time is not a, not a, not an issue or a problem during that stage. Right. I think again, people do that in the beginning. I guess the question is, is, at what point in the relationship do you get past trying to impress people? I think we, you know, there's just something, sometimes this innate feeling of like, I want them to like me. Oh, so I started watching that crazy shit on Netflix. I couldn't really get into it. Um, I was distracted. So maybe I might try to go back and watch it again. But it's the dating, the reality one. What is that one? Um, where they don't see each other. And so they're just like behind these set up like rooms and they're just chatting and talking and so they don't get to see who the other person is oh yeah it's like a blind date yeah yeah yeah. it's almost like a bachelor bachelorette type shit because you have so many single dudes so many single women and they're getting to know everybody and seeing who's hitting it off and then when you decide you want to get married to this person without seeing them then that's when you meet the other people Mm -hmm. I forget. Love is blind. I think that's yeah, yeah. I think that's it. 
Yeah. So it's almost like that and even the bachelor, the bachelorette, right? Because you have all these people, like you have one dude and 25 chicks and all of these chicks, whenever I've seen it, most of them are like, I like him. I like him. I like him. I'm like, how can all of you really like him? I think it's just this drive of wanting to be wanted by the other person. So when you meet somebody, you can get confused behind like, well, I want them to like me and not really be like, but do I really like them or I just want them to like me because I'm feeling insecure about myself. Hmm. That's a very beautiful assessment. I think because I don't, I don't think people even uh, look at it that way. I don't think they do either. Cause you look in again, that's when you find these specific, specific situations where you're looking at a couple, like how did they end up together? Hmm. It was a show a while ago. I don't even know if it's still on, but it's kind of a similar concept. Like the people were like talking and it was like complete darkness. So they couldn't see the other person. And it was kind of sad because they were showing like one scene where like the person was really, really liking the person they were talking to. And then they flipped the lights on. The guy was ugly as sin, and she just took off crying. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) That is horrible. (laughs) Yeah, that is horrible. But that's reality, though. You got to be at least semi-attractive. What's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine how that poor guy felt? (laughs) His feelings, man. He know he ugly. He should have said so. I'm like, look, I'm ugly. (laughs) But, well, you know the thing about this Love is Blind, again, I was like half-assed, not even half-assed watching it, like one-tenth watching it, and it was in the background. I feel like everybody was attractive, though, which was, I would have thought they would have had varying degrees of people who were, you know, would have been attractive, not attractive. I thought it was interesting that all the chicks were kind of like in shape. Mm-hmm. highly attractive women, the dudes, the same thing. So I'm like, this whole love is blind thing. Yes, but um, no. I mean, did they already know that pretty much in looking at the females that they're in the room with and the dudes looking at the guys? I mean, you can tell if a dude is attractive or going to be attractive to women or not and females. And we can tell if a female is going to be attractive to men or not. Right. And so I'm like, you already feel like, well, all the chicks over here look, you know, similar ish from the perspective of no one's going to be like, Oh, they're ugly. So are you feeling comfortable? But the other person on the other side, so I was like, there's an element of like, yeah, love is mine, but there's a trusting piece of like, and that person probably isn't ugly. Hmm. And that's where Red was saying that uh, they feel like that they've been betrayed when they cut the lights on. Like, God damn it, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you- that is super funny, right? Well, I guess that's almost like the whole catfishing shit is when you fall for somebody based upon some picture. And you're doing all this chatting, et cetera, et cetera. And then you meet them and then you're going, oh, hell no. So Boy, I would never, them, never date anyone that I have not physically seen. <laughs> like, I'm amazed. Like, every, like, it's not so much anymore, but it seemed like every now and then, like, some beautiful woman would try to friend me on Facebook, you know, and it was just... I'm like, okay, you could obviously just created this profile. Beautiful right. women don't talk to me. Like, no, like, I mean, if you wanted to trick me and give me a fall in love, like put a normal looking chick on there, you know, maybe. I don't think would... it'll work though. She would have to be beautiful looking and then actually be real. To trick right. You. Right. So I'm like, so oh yeah, I'm beautiful, but I'm gonna I'm get, get this bag on him. Right. But I'm just amazed like the, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it works on some people. I mean, it may only be like one out of a hundred guys out the there. Delusional people—that's what it works on. Right, exactly. Like, oh, she likes me. I the wish Warlock, I could be that like eighty-seven <laughs> at Hotmail. Like, no, the fuck, she doesn't. <laughs> so, last one, last one, and I think this is a really good one that people need to think about when they evaluate their relationship is to say, does this person make your relationship doesn't make you 
happy. Okay. So if you were to go out with this person, if coming home to them, if um, the thought of this person not being in your life upsets you, not because you're lonely, not because you're like thinking, well, what would I do without them? Well, who else do I find? Like, no, you need to look at the situation and be like, when I'm with them. Yeah, those are wrong I'm, thoughts. Um, right. What'd you say? See, yeah, those are wrong thoughts. That's a, a terrible reason to stay with somebody. Right, because you're like, well, what? who else would I date? I hear that shit. I hear, well, don't tell me you, I mean, do you guys hear it too? Because I no. honestly feel like sometimes you guys don't hear this from each other. Hell no. You think it's only women then? Yeah, a lot of the time. Who really? else would I date? That sounds like he about to commit some suicide. Who else? <laughs> Who else is for me? Who else is going to Right. Like, oh my after my like long-term relationship with my ex-wife, like I would prefer being alone rather than being in another relationship where I'm miserable. I mean, that's just me. I can't imagine being in a situation like that where like I didn't want to go home. I mean, I don't like being at work, you know. So home is like my so fortress of solitude. So no. I have totally heard this where, especially in relationships of men who have kids where they are like, well, who's to say I'm going to find something better. That to me is not a checking the box that your relationship makes you happy. That is a checking the box that you feel like, well, what else is there? I haven't, I don't, I haven't heard that from any of my friends. And even if I did, I'm like, bro, listen, there's plenty of people out here. That you, you can go up the street right now and get a few numbers. In in the COVID-19 era. <laughs> I know somebody who got a date three days ago. <laughs> and about to do a video chat with her this weekend. See, oh, did they listen to our podcast about how to have a successful video date? He did. And I, I had to coach him. I was like, look, don't be out here moping. Okay, you go out there and you execute. You get this number, you talk to this lady, and then you meet her in a bubble with the condom on. Can we talk to him afterwards? <laughs> yeah, I will, I will see how the date went because I think he's supposed to Yeah, to yeah. I want to hear how the first, you know, video date went. Yep. He was looking for somebody again, to get a haircut. So he okay, if you guys haven't heard that, I have definitely heard men say um that it's more of like a well it's not that the relationship doesn't make them happy they just don't see like what would not make them happy that was being there for their kids so this person is uh is a pessimist instead of being an optimist now the kids now the kids scenario thinking like oh somebody else is gonna be around my kid now that's frightening I didn't even hear like somebody else is going to be there. It was more of like, well, they're my kids and I should be there every day that they wake up. That's true. And, but, yeah, that's very true. So I would, I would uh, seek full custody. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that- Harry, you did not read, you didn't feel that way about at some point in time, even though you weren't on, weren't happy, we're like, but we have a daughter together. Oh yeah. Like the last two years that we were together, like I wish I could have left, but you know, I stayed because you know, my daughter mostly. Yeah. And the fact that I wanted it to work out, it didn't. And she ended up leaving instead of like me making the move out first so it worked out for the best so you know we're both happier and we can actually be around each other we don't you know at least in small doses anyway so that way we can go and take my daughter out and you know have family time and then we can all go to our separate house and be good so yeah i think I'm they were, were you, 
I was gonna say, where where you gonna run into issues if you ever found a long term relationship and then the new the new miss wanted to go? Then I think she would have a problem with that. Yeah, she might. I don't know. <laughs> why? Because she's still holding I'm, on to the red. Yeah, that's why. I'm just surprised the amount of people that don't choose happiness that they will admit that the thought of going home to that other person, the thought of the things that they do, they don't look forward to, they don't even try to plan those. But I'm just surprised the amount of people that just say, but it is what it is. And they're more scared of what would be the unknown or this life. I don't know if it's I think a lot of times it can be finances because a lot of the times it's like, well, where do I live? I won't be able to afford a house like that. And she won't be able to afford a house um, to raise the kids in the house. And so I won't have this and I won't have that. I'm just surprised at the amount of people that feel like, well, it's just better to be unhappy than to feel like choosing happiness and dealing with some of the other things that they don't have. Like their happiness is caught up in these other things. Yeah. Cause I honestly, I think that it's, it's very difficult to separate um, what's, what's the right thing to do, especially when your kids are going to be a casualty of the relationship. So it, it, it'll mess with you for a minute and be like, man, I don't want to leave. Then my kids be out here um, at a disadvantage. So sometimes I would actually take, take the loss and try to deal with the attitude, even though it has little or nothing to do with the, with the kids. And that's, that's right. where, that's where the issue is. But that being said, um, if both people can put beside, put aside that there are, there are issues and be in it for the kids and it might work. And that's where I'm like, I had to push back and say this one person in particular and say, but your children, they don't, you don't think they deserve maybe some of the financial constraints that would come with you living in separate households, but they deserve to be in a home where they see their mom and dad don't love each other, where their mom and dad may fight and argue, like having grew up that way, like. Um, they gonna see that you don't love each other anyway. No, I'm just saying the fact that people will say, well, it's better for my kids to be in a situation where at least, you know, financially we have this bigger home and I can pay for X, Y, and Z and this and that versus feeling like there should be in a home where the kids know that mom and dad don't love each other. Like, again, having grew up that way where my mom and dad didn't love each other um and i saw that like to me it was a relief when they got divorced when i found out they were getting divorced because i was tired of the bickering and arguing right right and so then i grew yeah. up to me it was worse off to grow up in a household where i had two parents that did not demonstrate to me a loving and functional relationship i, I feel like I they they put but me I'm, at a worse disadvantage. In life. I'm saying that if, if they're not willing to play along the whole scenario, then it you can't do that. Because if I'm going to stay for the kids, then I'm going to show the kids that I'm actually putting in the effort with the other then person. You have to, then right. you have to. Versus just being present. Like anybody right. could be present. Right. But you got to do the work. Right. I ain't never seen nobody get good grades for, for not, not having an absent day from school. So, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> right? So you gotta still do the homework and study, and and uh, not bicker and fight in front of these people. Or if you're gonna do it, at least do it with a cause. Use I think they need to offer like like a type of counseling. Like, I mean, they have marriage counseling, and that's nice for trying to keep a relationship together. But there's some relationships that that's it's just inevitable they're going to split up. I think they need to have counseling on how to. Split Lit. No, I think they need a psychiatrist. Well, that may be. <laughs> the, side, the difference with the psychiatrist is they just can prescribe drugs. Exactly. Sometimes some people need to be sedated. 
But I mean, there are like a lot of people who are in miserable relationships who, like you said, they have kids or they're scared of the unknown or they have financial situations. They need counseling on how to deal with that, how to survive on their own, how to support your kids. I mean, imagine a single mother who's a stay-at-home mom and, you know, like they're getting divorced and she doesn't know how to live. Well, okay. I don't know how to, Jesus. You know, but I mean, even with two like working parents, you know, that you know that's they got to learn how to live within their means they got to understand all that so um, i definitely think that is an area where we're lacking when it comes to counseling it's almost like you just deleted all the former years before the relationship like oh i forgot how to get a job well i mean (laughs) well people get accustomed to shit never 17 well, in my situation, like, I, I went to college, I met my girl, like, and so, like, yeah, I was kind of on my own in, my, in college, but not really, and, like, when we got our first apartment, that was, like, my first apartment off of the college campus, so, I mean, we, in a way, like, our adulthood, we grew up together, so, I mean, I never really was on my own until I got divorced, so it's definitely been an interesting ride, you know, I'm just, like, I could have used a mentor to show me how to make it, you know? That's so. when you call mom, like, mom, how do I budget my money? How do I pay these bills? Like, you you, you do have a mentor. It's just people are not thinking to call and be honest. Like, look, I done fucked up a check, okay? How do I recover? <laughs> I mean, those are very good points, because I have certainly heard that, too, especially with people who have been in relationships at a young age, and I was super young. We were super young. And so it was, that was my, my two number one concerns in general were like, oh my gosh, I've got these young kids. How do I manage my career, these young kids and all the responsibility behind money? Like for me, taking care of the house and shit like that, I was doing most of that anyway. So that wasn't as big a concern. It was just like, oh, but I got to do I'm no longer pulling two incomes together. I've got one income to do all of this. And so I feel, feel like I hear that a lot, especially if men is the, the man is the primary earner, is that he's like, I'll have to go to an apartment and then I can only get like a one bedroom apartment and da, 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 da. And it's like. Yeah, but I'm like, man, you got to do what you got to do. Like, and, and some people don't, some people are not okay with doing no. They want to do what the idea of someone thinking I'm okay is. Like, I'm all right. Like, if I had to leave, I would need to get a one-bedroom apartment if I can only afford that. I would live in the front room. My daughter would have the back room or maybe some bunk beds in there for the other kid. And I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm, I'm okay with somebody coming over and seeing that. Like, wow, right. he lives in a one-bedroom and his kids had a bedroom and he lives in the front room. I'm like, right. That's what I can afford right now. Right. So, so what? That don't make me less of a person because of that. Right. I don't mean I can't go out and have fun. Yep. Some people aren't okay with, with, uh, with looking like you don't have a lot of money. You know, living within their means. I mean, a lot of people think they have to keep up with the Joneses. That's what the whole problem is. Yeah, I can't. I can't afford. Okay, you can't afford it. So, right, we ain't in high school. Okay, we don't have these superficial ideas that we're comparing other other people to, and it really matters. Like somebody's like, "Oh, you see his house? Look at this shit!" Like nobody's gonna say that. Again, the value of what makes you happy, right? Right. And, and then that being said, the counter argument to that, even where I gave this person that is like so, and what? It's like, but my kids, my kids are going to have to come over here. And I'm like, so yeah. is the value in your relationship with your kids tied up behind the yes, fact it is. that you have a thousand square foot to yes. live in or mm-hmm. 2,500. Like, yes, it is. Why? It's tied that's- up. Yes, it is. hundred percent. And that's crazy. It is crazy, but that's the way people make it though. Right. People make it like, Oh, 
they need to have all this stuff so they can feel like that they're having a quality childhood. They don't. They've never had a childhood before. (laughs) 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 This is their first one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they don't know what the hell quality is at all. Because I, I mean, I had plenty of friends and people that I know that had roaches at their crib. And I'm like, yeah. bruh, like, they don't make them bad people. I'm just never coming over here. Right. We got to meet in the yard or something because you ain't bringing them roaches to my house. Yeah. But or, I didn't stop friending them. So. <laughs> and maybe they grew up like that and they have 5,000 square feet of a house now. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that that is like a failure in no. life to be like, okay, you know, we out here, we're a family union, unit. We, you know, I love you. You know, I'm there for you. I'm working hard for you. Da, 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 da. You know, it's, again. I think some, some people throw money at being creative though. I mean, so, yeah. so instead of actually inputting the, uh, the effort in, in the relationship with actually just doing things, they, they spend money and say, yo, we're going to yeah. go do this. And then you're going to have an experience provided by me versus me right. myself creating it. Right. And that's a that's a lot of people though. That's a lot of yeah. a lot of people that fall that into true. that trap because that trap is easy easy to do. That is true. That is because that's easy. You can. I that, hides, easy. that hides a whole lot of issues in relationship too. So when the money runs out, that's when your relationship falls apart. That is so true. <laughs> like oh, he ain't got the money. Who are you talking to? <laughs> like oh, now you feel empowered. You broke it. <laughs> Are you talking tough like, now with your broke ass? Now we on the same like, level. Huh? Right. Like my nails be done. Who uh like what? Dude. I don't get no credit for paying for them before. <laughs> nah. I'm 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 all about right now. But that can get some dudes in trouble too, because they may be like, Oh, well, she was down for me when I didn't have anything. But okay, she might have been sitting there waiting. That's what she was. She was she was in the uh in the crease waiting. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, we about to get paid. Yes, we are. What you mm-hmm. need? Okay. And they feel yeah. they feel entitled to the money. Exactly. And it's then that's where have the mindset be like, okay, but what if things never change? What if they never change? Like you talking about, well, they could do da 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 da. What if they never do? What if they never do? They're not invested right. in the lack of potential. They're only invested in the potential. Correct. Correct. <laughs> He, my baby got so be. much potential. I'm going to ride with him. Yeah. You got to be willing to be like, I like this person for who they are today. If this happens, then okay, I'm going to like you along the ride and where we end up being. But I still have to be able to be like, in a five years from now, we're still in the same spot. Then we're still in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens when the D ain't good enough? Like the D, the D is sustaining and then you figure out that D don't work now. <laughs> you, got, you better do a test drive. <laughs> like, oh, the D don't work. I gotta leave. Like, oh, that's crazy. Cause I've 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 experienced that working working uh out there in the sticks too, where the women would come to work talking trash about their husband, even though he's been making the money and all this. They was taking the weak penis before. Now that he didn't he didn't got retired and all that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and the P don't work. She complaining at work, like, it don't work. I'm like, lady, I thought you was down for him. Now you got to be around him. He ain't working. ain't handing you the check like he was. It's a problem. <laughs> I love it. That is hilarious. Like, wow. Like, this is crazy how people be doing. Well, that was the five signs you're in a mismatched relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, absolutely. So you know, you know where you guys can find us. You, uh, if you have some distraught relationships that you thought was going to work, but it's turning out not to be working, let us know the scenario. Maybe we can help you uh, work it out at least mentally. So where where can they find us? They can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Relations and Revelations. Yeah, please join the conversation. I mean, because honestly, this is real out here. I try to keep it as real as possible. Uh, 
and try to create uh, real situations because honestly, I talk to people a lot and I also have a way of uh, getting candid information without seeming intrusive. Because to me, these are all personal conversations that people feel comfortable talking about only if it's presented in a certain way. Uh-huh. Yep. So please, please be in mind, keep that in mind. Have these conversations amongst yourselves. If you feel, if you feel free to share, please let us know. We will uh, make sure that it is dis- discreet. <laughs> I can uh, curb your identity if you want. But still, the conversation still needs to be had. So you know where to find us. You know where we are. And that is all for today's show. All right. You're listening to Relations and Revelations. Be sure to tune in next week on your favorite streaming service. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs>